He ate, paid, and got out of there, the food making him tired and the wine making him depressed. As he was tightening the bay's girth and preparing to mount, the sound of sandals slapping stone made him turn hand on hilt. The group of six mercenaries was descending the stairs. He heard the name Tempest and the word Hostel, and then they saw him watching them. Their conversation ceased. Silently, the men who had been talking in the multilingual patois of guild mercenaries approached their horses. As they did so, he found himself surrounded. Two mounted men behind him, one on either side of his own two horses, and two who came up to the rail and leaned on it. One said, Life to you, brother, in Mashadi, cautiously but firmly. They weren't curious on a whim, Nico realized. They were going to roust him, ask for his papers, he carried none, or of his business here, or, These horses have been a long way, fighter. Where from? Where to? He didn't want trouble. He thought of the crossbow and the bay's saddlebag wrapped in hide, too well hidden and protected to be accessible quickly enough to help him. But he didn't want to announce himself, not yet. He'd heard the Riddler's name from one of these. He wished he'd heard the context. From the south, to the hostel, looking for hire. He responded in the same tongue. Plenty of your sort, boy, the second said. Your face says you haven't been faring too well in your warring. No room for youngsters in this battle. Go home and practice another few years. It's seniors only at the guild hostel, if that's where you're headed and seniority's something you're not likely to have. Nico shrugged. It's a big war, and swung up on his bay, the mare's tether in hand. He wrapped it twice around his saddle horn, simultaneously telling the bay, Back, back, in Rankin. But the second, a portly grizzled veteran, grabbed the bay's bridle, and the two mounted men behind closed in, blocking his retreat. The two others, one on his left and the sixth on the mare's far side, crowded him. One of these said, Let's take him home and see what headquarters makes of him. He'll work for some damn faction or other if he's not already, once he finds out what we've said is true. Nico let his reins drop, spread his empty hands where all could see. Life to all, so the saying goes. Let's observe it and guild courtesy if there's any of that this far north. Or ride with me to the hostel, if you're not afraid to show your faces there. As for mine, it got this way winning, not losing. It was not the right thing to say, but he didn't want to start explaining. There's a curfew, child. You'll not make it that far without kissing rankin' asses. This was from the first who'd come out from behind the rail and had drawn his sword. Get down now. Let's have a better look at you. And at what's in these fat bags on the mummy horse. No professional takes a mare in foal on as long a haul as she's showing. Slit his throat for cruelty to animals and I'll report him to the guild for impersonating a grown man. He just didn't have the patience for this sort of thing. 
Without conscious decision, his booted foot kicked up and caught the man at his saddle under the chin. He heard the neck snap back, but not the succeeding thud. From his belt came throwing stars. With his left hand he cast two, one at the closest mounted mercenary on his right, one at the grizzled companion of the fallen man. By then the sword Ashkelon had given him was drawn in his right. The two remaining stars moved into throwing position. Anyone else? The man he'd kicked was moaning. The two he'd cast at, both throws meant only to wound, were clutching thigh and arm where only the slimmest point of each star protruded. One was cursing, the other, the mounted man, was trying to pull the star out of his thigh. The men at his rear had their crossbows cocked, however. He'd known this wasn't a good idea, but he turned in his saddle. I've got two of these left, gentlemen. You want to play, or you want to ride away? If I'd meant it, those two would be dead. You'll get me, maybe, but you won't live long enough to boast about it. Who in the God's name are you? One of the two mounted riders asked intently, face screwed up, peering through his crossbow's peep sight, not yet decided. Someone who doesn't want to introduce himself to the wrong people, the other mounted man hazarded. That's right. Now get out of my way, unless these friends of yours get those stars out in the next few moments. The poison will kill them before they bleed to death. There was no poison on the stars, but Nico wanted to be away. The men backed off, muttering among themselves. Nico saw the one he'd kicked make an effort to gain his knees, fall back. No casualties then. As he maneuvered his horses between the two who still held him at Crossbow's point, he could hear one exhort the other. They couldn't just let him go.